0: Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Taking Care of Business podcast. This is Dan Trottencheck, and uh, we're so glad to have you with us. Um, it has been a crazy year, and a lot of things going on. And um, it's also interesting that there are a lot of things going on as it relates to uh, small business and small business advocacy. And I know you've probably seen our organization coming out with some information about the goings on um, in kind of the. Uh, efforts to promote and protect small business. And we've allied ourselves with a number of organizations uh, to really kind of fight that fight. And uh, right now, coming out of the pandemic, it just seems like the uh, environment out there is really well primed for this movement of supporting small business. I think everybody has seen over the past 18 months what it looks like when small businesses and locally owned businesses are really pushed to the brink and, and I think there has been just, you know, kind of the feeling and from what I'm hearing from you guys out there is there seems to be this groundswell of support and a renewed interest in how communities can support small business. Well, our guest today is a return guest, uh, but a lot's happened since we last visited with her. We're going to be talking to Stacy Mitchell, who's the co-director for the Institute for Local Self-Reliance. And Stacy's going to catch us up on kind of the world of small business, uh, uh, and, and local uh, um, support and uh, advocacy and tell us where we are and where we might be headed. But there have been some positive developments in this realm over the last several months and, and we wanna talk about those things. So uh, sit back and hang in there and right after this word from our sponsors, we're gonna be back and uh, get caught up with Stacy. The National Hardware Show will be returning to the Las Vegas Convention Center on October 21st through the 23rd this year for its 75th edition. It's going to be in the new state-of-the-art West Hall out in Las Vegas, and this year will begin its exciting evolution from an annual merchandise market to a year-round industry guidepost, delivering thought leadership, global insights, and unrivaled sourcing and networking opportunities to members of the hardware and home improvement community. So stay up to date on what's going on at the National Hardware Show year-round with NHS Connects, a new year-round digital hub for insight, discovery, information, and connection. Hey, Stacey. Uh, welcome back to the program. It, uh, it, it While it seems like it's been a while, it probably hasn't been that long, but we appreciate you. I know you're very busy these days, so we appreciate you coming back on to talk to all of our listeners about what uh, you and, and all of the other organizations advocating for small business are up to. Thank you.
1: Yeah, no, it's great to be here. Always uh, enjoyed the show last time and uh, and great to be on with you.
0: Well, thank you. Well, Stacy, you have been a busy person and, and kind of in the intro to the program, I was talking about the fact that kind of in the wake of what all of our communities have been through over the last 18 months, it really feels like there's kind of like this renewed interest in communities across uh, uh, across the nation to to throw their support behind small business, um, and, and kind of a lot's happened since last we talk. Are you guys sensing that kind of right now is a good time to be on the side of small business?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that you're right that the the tide is really turning. Um, there's been a real shift in. Um, You know, the number of policymakers of communities that are really thinking about independent small business as like a key part of how we have a vibrant economy and um, and have really healthy communities going forward. You know, it's interesting, you know, at the local level. You know, we're seeing a lot of this because you've got all these cities and states who have the American Rescue Plan uh, right. funding, you know, the COVID rec- recovery funding that, that came out of the federal government. And they have a lot of leeway with how they use those funds. And we've been intrigued by the fact that there are a number of places who are saying, hey, this is a great opportunity to actually reverse course on the kinds of approach that we've had to economic development instead of like." giving out tax breaks to big companies that may come and go and so on. Maybe we should really think about long-term local business entrepreneurship development in our communities. So that's been really intriguing. My colleague Kennedy Smith has been tracking that and she's going to have a a short report with some of the the best ideas that she's seeing uh, and okay. what what pl- places are doing coming out soon, and then we've had just extraordinary developments at the federal level, and right. you know we've yeah I mean just really big uh, big shifts. We've got a set of legislation, set of bills that have been introduced and passed out of the House Judiciary Committee that would uh, break up Amazon and other big tech companies, and also. Uh, block them from acquiring other companies through mergers, and impose some standards of fair dealing uh, on the tech giants. That legislation I think is very worth watching and, and really getting involved in. And then just to name a couple of other developments that I think have, are worth uh, noting, we now have a new chair at the Federal Trade Commission. And the, the FTC is an, is an independent agency that is in charge of maintaining fair competition. And it's been a somewhat dormant agency for a long time, but there is a renewed focus on the fact that we've got a lot of issues in our markets where you've got anti-competitive tactics or you've got other conditions that aren't working well for small business. And the new chair that was uh, confirmed uh, overwhelmingly by the Senate, uh, Lena Kahn, has come in with really a mandate around independent business, farmers, ranchers, and so on. She held an open meeting where she had uh, opened the floor to a lot of folks uh, to speak about what the FTC should be doing. Very interesting. And then we have this executive order that Biden issued last week which directs uh, has more than 72, I believe it is provisions directing various federal agencies to study issues around market competition and impact in many cases on small business. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah,
0: I mean, a lot of things kind of all coming together at, at once and and something else that's, uh, you know, kind of developed since last time we talked was about the emergence of the organization, small business rising. And a lot of a lot of associations included uh, the, the NHPA throwing their support behind that organization. So of everything that's going on right now, all the things you just mentioned that that it, it seems from the communications that, that we've had kind of behind the scenes trying to marshal support for these things it seems like you know in the past we would get everything to a certain level people would be talking about it and then it would kind of fizzle out or you know it mm-hmm. wouldn't make it out of judiciary committee or, mm-hmm. or something would happen it would just kind of evaporate but this time it's a little bit different. Why don't you tell us a little bit about why we're, we're kind of at a new level right now with where we are on some of these things. And, you know, you talk about this concept of breaking up Amazon and and we're further. Al- I mean, that just sounds like, you know, it sounds like mm-hmm. pie in the sky, like, oh, that's sure. Yeah. But but we're actually further down the road on this than than we've quite honestly ever seen uh, uh, it get to so just catch us up a little bit on that and kind of paint the picture of where we are on this stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that the coming months are are probably one of the most critical times ever for independent businesses to engage in the policy process with with members of Congress. Like, I think this is a you know I, I hesitate to say hesitate to say once in a lifetime but i it's a, an extraordinary opportunity um, to actually get something done that would be very beneficial for the economy and for competition and for small business you know the the package of tech bills there are a total of six bills uh, some of them are are more significant than others it includes a bill that would would break up amazon along some major business lines and and essentially says you know if you are uh, the platform, uh, the dominant digital platform, the shopping platform that is infrastructure for so many other businesses, you can also own businesses that compete on that platform. That's a fundamental conflict of interest. And so you need to spin off your retail and manufacturing division as a separate company. It would do it would do some other things as well. And it also applies to Google and Facebook and Apple and the other big tech companies in different ways, I should say. Um, what is intriguing is that these bills all passed out of the House Judiciary Committee. They are all bipartisan. They all have Republican uh, as well as Democratic uh, co-sponsors. Wait there a minute, is... Stacey.
0: That's that's not possible, is it? I mean, bipartisan. I thought that was a word that uh, that went away.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that I think to your to your point is really is an illustration of the fact that this is. You know, this issue is different from all the other stuff that we're dealing with, yeah. and it has a different kind of legs, you know, um, right. and there is a real pathway for this to pass in, in part because of that, of that bipartisan support. And so the dynamics are quite interesting. Um, you know, we do have both Democrats and Republicans calling for, you know, really restructuring and addressing these problems with, with the tech companies. And we know from polls, I mean, the polls are fascinating because we've got, you know, majorities of Americans who think Amazon and the other tech companies should be broken up, that they should be subject yeah. to more oversight. And what's intriguing about these polls is it is, you you could not tell the difference between Democrats and Republicans. Wow. that The level of support is exactly the same. Um, and I, I, you know, I challenge you to find any other issue in American politics where that's the <laughs> you case. You may right? have found
0: the one issue right, right. where everybody can come together, but hey, that's, you know, that's great. And it really speaks to the power of, you know, and I understand that it's not not all the support isn't necessarily there just because it's everybody wants, you you know, small, you know, is behind small Mm -hmm. business. And there's a, you know, kind of a a whole kind of uh, array of reasons why people feel that this is the right thing to do. But but like you said, and I don't want to understate this for all of our listeners who have been, you, you know. For years, talking about one of the biggest things that we've spoken about through our association is, you know, competing against Amazon, leveling the playing field with some of these huge corporations to, to really underscore to our listeners that to use your words this could be a once in a lifetime opportunity that we don't want to let slide by us you know we're 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 in this situation where there's bipartisan support as you've said where this is further along than it's ever been and and so now um the uh, the real opportunity is to continue to to muster those voices and 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 try and 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 continue kind of this grassroots effort to show how supported these uh, these initiatives are. Um, is that accurate, do you think?
1: That is absolutely right. And I can't, you cannot overstate how much the voice of independent businesses mattered in getting this through the Judiciary Committee. Right it was you know i think when people study this issue they begin to realize that we have a problem and we need real solutions but it is you know it was hearing from independent business owners that absolutely moved people to a yes vote on this legislation we know that because that's what they've told us like it is small business that 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 got this legislation through and you know now i mean the good news is that's the case. And we did that and including, you know, many hardware store owners who spoke up during this process and, and, and reached out, um, and businesses of, of all kinds. Now, of course, we have a larger playing field, right? Now we have to build support across the house and then in the Senate as well. And so, you know, we, we, we have a proof of concept in that we can do this, if we can, if we can have enough voices mobilized to get that message across, like we know that we can do this in the full house if we have enough people step up, and so you know, small business rising uh, is this coalition of uh, over 25 independent business organizations representing over 150,000 businesses nationally. Some are local, many are national. Um, and it is also, a, you know, a, a, has a growing list of, of businesses that sign up directly with Small Business Rising to get, you know, updates on this and opportunities to get involved. And you know we are um, we've got a, a plan to reach uh, the house offices that we need to reach to do meetings and calls. Um, we've got toolkits to help people do that. Um, so to you know walk you through what what to talk you know what the key points are to make in those meetings about this bill. We're going to do uh, some some webinars to update people on some of the issues in more more detail. So there's a lot of ways uh, in which we're working very hard to make it easy and to provide the resources that, that people need. But at the end of the day, the question right now is, are business owners really going to seize this moment? Right. Um, yeah.
0: Well, and, and I know we've tried to communicate some of those tools that are available, but since we kind of have the the podium, the microphone right now, if you will, Um, You know, I'll just say it again. And I wrote about this in one of my columns that appeared in our magazines here recently is is now is the time for small business owners, quite frankly, to put their put their, uh, um, you know, uh, put themselves out there. And, you know, it's one thing to get together in groups or get together on online and complain about, uh, you know, we want a level playing field and we're tired of, tired of Amazon getting all these breaks and to, and to uh, complain about, you know, all the incentives these large corporations get and so on. But now is the time where, as you just said, and you said it very eloquently, is that that small businesses were instrumental in getting as far as we have now on this. And so now is the time for everybody to listen to this, for everybody who reads our magazines, for everybody who attends our conferences, Pick up the phone, get on your computer and and reach out to your local representatives to let them know your thoughts on this. And Stacey, just to reiterate one more time, where do you know, and some of the tools you guys in Small Business Rising have produced are just I mean, they're basically kind of, uh, you know, uh, scripts on what you could mm-hmm. say and what the key talking points are and what you could do. So it makes it pretty darn easy for someone to say, okay, maybe I'm not as informed as I should be, but you could get these materials and it really walks you through step by step what you should do. Wh- where does someone go to arm themselves with this kind of information?
1: Yes, very much so. And and so if you go to smallbusinessrising.net, smallbusinessrising.net, and there's an opportunity there. It says, "Join us." I believe it is on the home page. Uh, fill in a few details about who you are. You'll be added to our email list, and okay. we generally send emails at most once a week, unless we're sending you an action opportunity. But that is where we'll, um, you know, what what we we can do. We're setting up meetings around the the August recess. A lot of uh, members of Congress are going to be home, and so it's a great great opportunity to actually face to face with your member of Congress. And we will um, do all the legwork for that. So, you know, you, let, you know, we will be making a call out, you get involved with us, um, we've got the tools and, and all of the rest of it to make those meetings successful. And just to say, you know, our vision of those is that we will have business owners, you know, several business owners of all kinds from a community coming in yeah. to do that meeting together so that we're really underscoring the broad support and, the, and how crucial this is for uh, small businesses uh, really across the economy.
0: And really, time is of the essence here, you know this, the, which is one of the reasons I appreciate you being so flexible. And, and as these developments have, I mean, some of these developments are relatively new within the last couple of weeks. And so when all this started kind of falling into place, I, I reached out and said, hey, Stacy, could you hop on a podcast? And you're like, absolutely. So I, I appreciate that. But, but to the, our listeners, is this is timely. I, I mean, if your representatives um, are going to be home, on their recess, and you have the opportunity to walk into their office and talk to them about these kind of things with other small business owners. Now's the time to start doing this and making these calls. It's not well. Let me wait and see what happens this fall and that sort of thing. And I know, I know, retailers right now, particularly in our industry, are are, are super busy, but this again is something that 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 has. Um, gravity to it. I, I mean, it's, it's, it, it's important and it's important right now. And it might be our kind of one swing at the ball here. Um, so we don't want to waste that. Um, let's back up for a second and talk a little bit about some of the things that have, you know, kind of actually happened and, and not just kind of, kind of moving in the right direction, but, uh, the executive order that just happened, tell us a little bit about that and, and kind of, how that plays into overall benefits for small business. And, and, and uh, you, you know, you had an interesting statement after the order was signed saying this is only the beginning of our long road. Um, talk to us a little bit kind of through that, what's happened okay. and what it means.
1: Yeah, so the executive order, um, which Biden put out on Friday, and if you, uh, you know, I I assume you can find it on YouTube or online, but I think the video of his speech is really worth watching. It's maybe only 15 minutes um, to get a feel for what he said. But uh, the executive order Basically says, you know, we have a monopoly problem. We've got too many industries that are too concentrated. We're seeing declining small business, lowering rates of entrepreneurship, less innovation, less investment, you know, communities are being left behind. And we know this has to do with too much concentration. And so um, you know, the order then directs or encourages various federal agencies to undertake different steps to use the tools that they have to address this problem. Um, you know, one of the pieces of it says to the Federal Trade Commission, um, you should consider writing rules to deal with some of the problems we're seeing in the in the online markets with the, with the tech companies. Right. There are other pieces that say to you know the U.S. Department of Agriculture, um, you need to look at. Uh, retail concentration, uh, the power of of you know big food retailers like Walmart, uh, to see how they're affecting the food system and affecting competition within the within the food system, and then you know a, a set of directives around what the agencies need to do. There are lots of different components of the of the order. There's stuff on federal procurement and how that's a tool for actually supporting small businesses. I mean there there are many pieces we could talk about, but I think what you know the the sort of broader takeaway of this is that, that you know, Biden really in his speech, you know, stood up and said, this is, you know, when we talk about an economic recovery, this is a priority. Like we have yeah. got to focus on creating markets that are fair, where, where businesses can really compete and not be muscled aside by by these giants. And just, you know, in terms of the long road, I just, you know, we, you know, now the agencies, you know, now the agencies need to actually go carry out these things, right, you know, yeah. to, to write the rules, to do the studies, to change the policies. And so, you know, it's another reason why, you know, we are at a critical moment in terms of uh, people stepping up and keeping an eye on and engaging around what's happening to, so that we get, you know, we get the intention of this order to really, you know, be, be, carried, be carried through across the, across the government.
0: Yeah. And, and I want to be very clear too with this as in regard to kind of our association and our view on this, we are, and have always been politically agnostic. We, you know, we are for and support small business and, and we support our members and it's right in our mission statement. That 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 our goal is to help these independent businesses run better and more profitable operations, and and this is not in any way, shape, or form, from our perspective, a uh, a partisan political thing. This is this is about we are going to support. Either side of the aisle that is going to advance the interests, at least this is for our organization, Stacey, but we're going to support anyone out there who wants to work with us and who wants to get behind the cause of supporting small businesses and 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 leveling the playing field and making competition more uh, equitable and carving a path forward for small businesses. So, so I know we're in a very politically charged climate. There's no doubt about that, but I I would just encourage what you said, everyone out there, you might look at the executive order and say, I don't support this part of it. and I don't support this part of it, but there are some things in there that, that are very pro small business. And, and I think if you run a small business, you should be able to get behind that. So, so uh, you know, it's almost like a disclaimer in today's day and age mm-hmm. saying, listen, we're not, uh, at least our organization isn't getting behind any political side. We're behind the side of small business and independent business owners.
1: Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. And there was, you know, it was interesting to see the reaction because a lot of, um, you know, a lot of folks who are conservative leaning, uh, a lot of, you know, a wide variety of business groups, you know, uh, ranchers, farmers, uh, small businesses of all kinds, you know, really came out in support of this uh, executive order. And so, you know, it's it's very much like the bills in Congress. You know, this is uh, an issue that scrambles the normal political alignment in a yeah. way that I think is is really healthy. I mean, I hope partly what'll come out of this whole, you know, issue is that, you know, it, it, this will start to kind of break apart some of the the gridlock that we've been in. Yeah. And because it, you know, it's a it, when you talk about the health of local communities, the you know the, the the ability of entrepreneurs to you know have the the, the sort of liberty and and opportunity to you know en- engage in in markets, um, you know, and when you t- you know that's a very conservative set of values, and then on the other side you you very much have a, a set of liberal values too around the importance of you know not having concentrated private power that's you know fundamentally anti democratic, and so that to me is one of the the intriguing um, if you will bipartisan products of this is it could really help get the country back back on track more broadly as well.
0: Well, and I think that's an incredibly valid point to make is as we're all, I mean, I think, you know, the more you talk to individuals and not listen to kind of whatever these kind of mass communication vehicles are, more and more individuals agree on a lot of stuff in a lot of ways that they disagree. And maybe this is a great point where we can all find some common ground and and say, hey, look, bipartisanship can work. And we might not everybody might not get exactly what they want, but we all see kind of the common values behind these sorts of things. And, you know, something that I've talked about for quite a while and not just me, but uh, but is this idea that when we go into these political cycles, I don't care if it's a Democrat candidate, an independent candidate, a libertarian candidate, a Republican candidate, everybody evokes their support for main street America and small town and and small business. And and now is the opportunity for all of those politicians to be held accountable. If you're gonna get up on a platform or run commercials with the American flag in the background and showing, you know, the small restaurants and the and the family businesses, well now is your time to support it. And and while we all get a kick out of watching, you know, three or four billionaires build their rockets and go on space trips, there's something somewhat absurd <laughs> seen about that, particularly mm-hmm. for the small businesses that are trying to figure out how do I even keep my doors open? How do I keep the people that I have on my payroll employed while you're building your rocket ships? Because you're operating with a different set of rules than we have. And 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 now is the time to voice your, your dissatisfaction. And if you are a small business owner, like all of the people who belong to our association are there's really no excuse not to get behind this kind of movement
1: yeah absolutely and you know and this harkens back to you know a period in american history you know in the in the 1930s 40s 50s 60s i mean you really had both parties much more on the 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 idea that you know we we needed to to deal with monopoly power, that we couldn't just right. let corporations run rampant and as you put it so well, operate by a different set of rules. Cause that's really what's going on here. You know, they not only are able to game markets to their advantage, but they also game the political process and rewrite all those rules to benefit themselves too. And, and then, you know, it is, it is, it is so true when you look at the sacrifices that so many independent business owners and ordinary working people across this country made over the last year to try to get our communities, our country through this crisis. And then you see, you know, that you've got Jeff Bezos with so much extra money that he's basically created a new NASA for him, you know, yeah. for himself and go, you know, going into space. And it's just, you know, I think a lot of Americans find that, um, you know, really uh, uh, quite a, a, a striking and disturbing development.
0: Yeah, and and you know, again, falling back on the. the we can celebrate successes and people can be rewarded for their hard work. And we're not talking about, you know, slouching towards socialism or whatever, you, you know, you, you, might want to say, but at some point it's not about that. It's about everybody in any system. Everybody wants to play by the same rules. And that's what we're looking at here is just making sure that, that, we, we could compete and we could reward success as long as we're starting from the same line and finishing at the same line and have the same obstacles in front of you as you're running the race.
1: That's absolutely right. And, and, you know, this is, uh, you know, this is a very old, uh, this is a part of the founding of, of our country. You know, I mean, when, when, you know, f- f- the colonists threw all that tea in Boston Harbor, they were not only protesting the power of parliament, they were also protesting the fact that the East India uh, company which owned those ships and all that tea was a global powerhouse that had, was in league with British Parliament, and and the Parliament was passing various laws to, you know, undercut local tea trade and and merchants here in the colonies, and I think that you know we we have understood that concentrated economic power is fundamentally. At odds with democracy, if you if you just allow that to grow unchecked, that that is really part of the whole values of of liberty and and equality. Um, So I feel it's it's you know that we've been in this strange uh, sort of forty year period where we've been kind of blind to some of those issues and sort of have been in this mindset that bigger is always better. And, you know, yeah, we talk about small business in a kind of apple pie Americana way, but we're not really, you know, we're not really standing up for fair markets. And I'm, I'm excited that we seem to be, uh, kind of, uh, ha- you know, now having a really different kind of conversation about it.
0: Yeah. And, and again, um, I, I appreciate you and your willingness to, I mean, you're one of those people that's kind of on the front lines and, and, and 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 I congratulate you and your organization and everyone else with your organization and with the other organizations on on getting us to the you know we're we're down in the in the red zone in football parlance here and we need to uh and and you guys got us there and and we need to or played a big part in getting us there and we we need to you know complete this drive and and so again thank you for your willingness to come on uh today stacy and one last time where can our listeners go to learn more about everything that's taking place and to and to understand and and we'll we'll continue to send this out through our means and we have links on our websites and your nhpa.org um but if they want to learn more about ilsr and they want to learn more about small business rising where do they need to go
1: Yeah. So that's great. And, and we'll have some more tools and and an announcement around uh, some, some webinars and so on that I I know you'll, you'll, uh, uh, be, be helpful in distributing to, to your members. And, and I just, you know, I also just, I I appreciate the kind comments, but, uh, you know, it is really, you know, NHPA and the other organizations around the table that, and and all of the businesses across the country that have made this possible. I mean, we're, we're glad to help try to facilitate. Um, but that's, uh, you know, that sort of minor compared to, to what it is that the, the collective uh, set of, of organizations and businesses are, are doing. And so the way to find out more um, in terms of ILSR, uh, the Institute for Local Self-Reliance, my organization, it's ILSR.org. And when you get there, up on the right, you'll see initiatives. And if you then uh, click on independent business, you'll get to our independent business program. And that's a good hub for all of our research right. and analysis. And then most importantly is small business Rising, smallbusinessrising.net. Search for it on Google. Um, I think we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Um, and if you email us or sign up through through the the sign up form there, you'll then be in our network. You'll get all the updates and opportunities to get engaged on this issue.
0: Thank you so much. Uh, and just a just a note, you know, you did mention some of the other organizations, and and, and just to, just so our listeners kind of understand the coalition, if you will, of organizations. I mean, there are organizations rep- representing independent bookstores, independent toy stores, independent booksellers. Um, you, you know, so this is this is from across really the spectrum of small businesses, um, of organizations that are getting behind this and and have really gotten behind it. So so I'll just say it one last time, Stacy. Th- thank you for being on the program and everything you guys are doing. But now um, now it's really up to us and up to our listeners to, to pick up those phones and take out those keyboards and and start working your contacts. Now is the time when you can make a, an impact and influence the direction and, and you know, it's not to say that we're gonna positively get everything we want and get everything done, but it's an opportunity that we can't squander because right now, uh, you know, as we said, that the time is right uh, and we might not get this opportunity again anytime in the near future. So Stacey, thank you again for, for spreading the word and, and and being kind of the, the, the tip of the spear of marshaling all these resources and, and and let's get this thing done
1: that's so great thank you so much it's been terrific to be here and i i thought of one other thing that would be so important if listeners thought about doing which is help us reach other businesses like think about the businesses in your community who may not know about this effort that would be incredible like if every everyone listening were able to bring three or four other folks in uh then we can real i mean that would be fantastic. Um, you know, we're small uh, and so we need uh, the might of everybody pulling together in order to win this thing. So thanks so much, Dan. It's been great to be here.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Stacy. We appreciate your time and your effort.